Lisa on the houseboat. Episode three. Lisa the fisherman. There's nothing I like better than a good story. My copy of Treasure Island, for example, has been read about 200 times, maybe more. I've read it so many times that the front page is curling at the edges and the back page is completely missing. I even used to think Jim Hawkins, Long John Silver and Captain Smollett were real and asked my mum every weekend to take me to meet them. They must be out there somewhere, I said, over and over again, thinking that all it would take was a trip to the beach or to the harbour and there they would be, hiring sailors for some adventure they were going on. That was my dream, sailing the seven seas, singing sea shanties and searching for lost treasure without a care in the world. It still is my dream. Actually, it is my life, almost. It seems to be heading that way at least. Since we found the flag on White Island, which is what I named it, for when we tell the story in years to come, Noah had been totally focused on following the trail. It was a big clue, for something very important that Ava and Noah had been doing for years. Just like they promised, they told me all about it. It all started when they were only young. Ava was six years old and Noah was eight, and they were living on the same boat that they were living in now. They didn't live anywhere in particular. When they felt like going somewhere, their mum would start up the engines and their dad would climb onto the roof with his telescope and they would set sail. Everyone loved them. No matter where they decided to tie their boat up, they had friends all over the world, in every harbour town. And when they needed supplies, they always knew someone who could help. And when someone needed help, they were always there for them too. Ava and Noah had never known it to be any different. They'd spent their lives on the seas, in their makeshift houseboat sailing freely, but then it all changed. Their parents were spending the night in a port town they knew well, visiting a friend they hadn't seen for decades. Their friend had a gift for them, an old map, one that hadn't been seen for many years, apparently. Their friend made them promise to keep it safe. Noah and Ava were too young to know what happened exactly, but they had heard different stories over the years. Apparently a pirate had seen their parents with the map, just for a moment, and word had quickly spread throughout the city. Then it spread across the country and across the seas. Word spread far enough, in fact, for someone to find out, someone that had been looking for this map for as long as it had been missing. Noah, Ava and their parents were just about to leave the port town one morning, when suddenly they found their boat surrounded. Not just by small boats, the size of their own, but ships. Ships flying flags and crowded with angry-looking sailors. Before they could make a sound, Noah and Ava were hidden away below deck, along with the map. And so the story goes. Their parents told the man who was looking for it that they had destroyed it. And if he wanted it, he would have to take them with him. His crew searched the boat, but when they failed to find the map, they had to take their parents' word for it. So they joined the pirate crew. Noah nodded. We'd been sitting in the main cabin on a bench, knocking his knuckles on the wood. I heard that it was hollow. We were hidden in this bench. We stayed in here for the rest of the day. Then we came out. We had to learn how to take care of ourselves. I learned how to drive a boat, and Ava learned how to navigate. There was only one clue our parents left us, in case we ever wanted to find the pirate crew. She was undoing a locket that hung around her neck. Inside was a scrap of paper folded up into a tiny square. Flattening it out, she showed me. It was a drawing. 
Two diagonal swords, one on top of the other making the shape of an X. I instantly recognised it. It was a symbol on the flag I had found. Does that mean what I think it means? Noah and Ava both nodded. The pirate ship that our parents went off on is a ship we've been searching for all these years. And thanks to you, Lisa, it looks like we finally have a lead. But I was trying to get my head around it all. All this time I thought pirates and maps and buried treasure was something you only read about in stories. There's a wide world out there, way more exciting than your stories, trust me. We all sat together in silence for a while after that. I was taking in the story, trying to imagine all of it happening on this little houseboat. At least my parents were just boring. They hadn't had to join a pirate crew. They hadn't had to leave just to keep me safe like Noah and Ava's parents had. After a while, Noah and Ava started to cook and clean the place up after everything had been turned around by the whale chase. An hour passed before I realised I was still sitting there, lost in a daydream. But it wasn't pirate stories or adventures that I was thinking about. It was something else that Noah had said. He had learned to drive the boat. Ava had learnt to navigate. They'd both had to pick up skills quick to spend their life on the seas. I could remember old stories, I guess, but was that enough? Was I useful enough to be part of this big adventure? To help them find the pirates and save their parents? My daydream ended suddenly when I heard a clash of pans in the kitchen. No! Thanks to that whale taking up our whole day, I've completely forgot to get any fish for dinner. Looks like we'll have to make do with whatever vegetables we have left. As she went back to the kitchen, I had an idea. I knew what I was going to do. I knew the skill I could master. Tomorrow, I was going to learn how to fish. The boat was very neat and tidy. Everything had its place and even though it didn't seem like it from the outside, the inside was spacious and homey. Noah and Ava were both very organised and always knew where everything was. This is why I was so surprised when Ava showed me the cupboard. The cupboard was at the back of the boat and looked like any other door. I'd assumed it was where they kept their tools or their boiler, something like that. But when Ava opened it, I actually gasped. It was full of junk. So much junk, in fact, that I had no idea how it all didn't just tumble down onto the floor as soon as we looked inside. This is our embarrassing secret. Ava was looking at the cupboard and she was sighing deeply. <sighs> we hate mess, but what we hate even more is throwing stuff away. There's bound to be a fishing rod in there somewhere. The reason I had to find one is because Noah and Ava had been using an old length of string and wire hooks as a fishing line for years, and even they admitted that it hadn't been working very well. After searching for an hour or so, I found some antique fishing equipment, and with Goldie by my side, sat on the jacuzzi deck and cast the line overboard. The only bait I had was bits of bread and whatever little insects I had found stuck to the boat's window. At the start, I was patient, watching the line drag behind the boat, ready to spring into action if I felt something pull. Then my patience started to wear down a bit. Then I had no patience at all. After two hours, the line had only tugged once. And when I pulled it up, whatever had bitten it had taken the bread down with it. And if that wasn't bad enough, I'd now turned around to see Lola, Noah's temperamental parrot, gulping down the rest of my bait. Usually I would check out a book from the library that would tell me how to do something like this. But that was obviously out of the question. This was going to be harder than I thought, but I was determined. As the sun started to set, Noah came out to give me a cup of tea, and Ava placed a blanket over me. Over the course of the day, I'd caught two tiny fish, a crab and a boot, but nothing that could be considered a meal. 
I had a plan to use the small fish to catch something bigger, but who knew how successful that would be? After taking a short break to eat dinner, vegetables and a tiny crab each, I said goodnight to the others and decided to try once more, fishing by the light of the moon. It was a calm night. Beside me, Goldie was snoring soundly, and even Lola had stuck around, keeping an eye on the moonlit horizon. The lapping of the waves was almost sending me to sleep, but the thought of an entire day with only a couple of measly fish to show for it kept me focused. Reeling in the line, I thought I'd try something new. Rummaging in my pocket, I found a coin. It was the only money that I had with me, the only thing of any value, really. I tied it to the line and dropped it straight down into the water with a plop. As the moon glinted on the waves, I saw the line sink, and not expecting much, fell on my back, holding the rod across my chest. I imagined the coin hitting the bottom of the sea. Splash! A wave hits the side of the boat. Splash! Another! What was that? The line was unravelling. I'd caught something! Or, at the very least, something was hooked on the other end. Jumping to my feet, my heart pounding, I started to reel it in. Immediately, I could feel that it was heavy. This was no small fry. This was no tiny crab. This was a shark. This was a whale. This was a... A box? As I lifted it out of the water, it thudded against the side of the boat before landing heavily down on the deck. As I picked it up, it felt slimy and rotten. On any other day, I'd probably feel more excited than I ever had before to see a mysterious chest from the bottom of the ocean. But today, all I wanted to see was a fish. Something to prove I was useful. I fell onto my back again, staring up at the stars. A few moments passed before I heard someone on the stairs and saw a flicker of candlelight. Lisa? He was sounding half asleep. You're still up here. Don't you want to go to bed? I rolled over on my front and shook my head at him. I can't sleep either. I can't stop thinking about that flag. Did you catch anything? Sitting up, I grabbed the chest and pushed it towards him. He took a seat by my side and turned it around in his hands. What is it? It looks like an old treasure chest. It's just an old box. We can't eat it, so what use is it? You know, Noah, I've been thinking. You two are so good at this whole life on the sea thing and I can't really do anything useful. Do you really think I can help you track down your parents? I can't drive a boat. I've never travelled anywhere. Maybe, I don't know, I should just go back home. I looked over at him. But he didn't reply. In fact, he hadn't even been listening. He had one hand jammed in the opening of the box and the other pulling hard on the lid. Almost there! The lid flew open and the contents scattered on the ground. What, what is, is it? it? We said together, as I picked up the dusty old book that had landed on the deck. I don't know how it had survived sealed in that old box, but it had. For a second, neither of us took a breath. As carefully as I could, I turned over the first page and read The Diary of Captain King A record of all my adventures and the years spent with friends on the high seas Have you heard of him, Noah? Never, but it sounds exciting A real captain Putting down his candle, Noah laid on the deck using Goldie as a pillow and yawned Keep reading, I want to hear what he's got up to Maybe he can teach me a thing or two I started to read, telling the tale of Captain King and his crew. He was a swashbuckling explorer, travelling from land to land, rescuing people in trouble, returning treasure and documenting everything from sea monsters to strange birds he saw along the way. By the time I was a quarter of the way through, Noah and I could see the first signs of the sunrise on the horizon. I didn't realise how late it was. I've been reading for hours. Hey, Lisa. 
Noah was not taking his eyes from the horizon. I know exactly why you ended up on this journey with us. Because I tripped over Goldie, I know, and then got stuck on board by accident. Lifting his head from Goldie and looking me in the eyes, Noah smiled and put his hand on my shoulder. You're our storyteller. That's who you are. Will you join our crew and tell our story? You can write it all down, just like Captain King. I could hardly believe it. How had Noah figured out who I was before I had? A storyteller, a writer. That's exactly what I wanted to be. Of course, I wasn't much of a fisherman anyway. I'm glad that's sorted. Now, where were we? Captain King was just about to set sail again. I smiled. The horizon turned golden orange and the sea air felt warm and fresh. My story had begun. Lisa on the houseboat. 